0: Welcome, everyone, to the Miss Art World podcast. I am your host, Catherine, with my co-host, Samuel.
1: What up, Art World?
0: I have two very interesting uh, news articles. One, we're a little bit on the late train, but I think it's really interesting to talk about anyways. Um, And it is... Have you seen news articles about the Basquiat um, FBI raid? Samuel or should I well I guess I'll go from the beginning
1: yeah I don't know anything
0: okay so in June the FBI well the FBI raided a museum in Florida like midday uh came in and just took 25 paintings off the wall and um they did this because there's issues with um Like the conspiracy, whether or not they're actually the artist's work and um, they're looking into wire fraud too. And so um, the museum has said that these 25 paintings were painted on cardboard and sold to Thad Mumford in uh, 1982 for $5,000. And then he put them into a storage unit for 30 years and then ended up couldn't pay his storage unit fee. So then the pieces were auctioned off and an art buyer, William force bought them for Mm 1500 and then him. And then two other people went in together to own these pieces. And so they're the current owners and they, they, have hired people to look into the authenticity of the work. Uh, one is a Dorehannon Moore Sangis, which is a ex. She's an expert in Basquiat. Um, she immediately said that half of the pieces were not um, authentic, uh-huh. mainly because the cardboard. If you look at the cardboard, um, there's FedEx typeface that wasn't used until six years after the artist's death in oh, okay mm-hmm.
1: Oh so this guy's dead so he can't tell you if it's his artwork or not. Yes,
0: this guy, um super famous artist in the 1980s, um known for neo-expressionist movement.
2: He what does died.
0: That mean? Um it is very bold um bold colors bold line um very gesture type um look here can you look him up so you can kind of give your interpretation of his work it's b-a-s q-u-i-a-t and he does a lot of portraits but oh, um, oh i know who he is yeah yeah he's Very famous. Um, Tragic story. Died when he was 27 of a drug overdose. 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 Um, One of the youngest artists to reach success early. So I think at 21, he was in major art shows. Mm -hmm. And his artwork now is worth 100 million so if these paintings are truly his they're worth a lot of money but it's looking like they're probably not what is super interesting is the museum is very much um they're like we're just we're just the uh, like in between we don't have anything to do with this we just wanted to show these paintings that are supposed to be authentic. yeah however, the museum director recently got fired because he he was very much adamant that these were authentic but he also sent harassing and blackmail emails to the lady that they hired to authenticate these. Pieces. Mm-hmm. So if he was just like this innocent bystander, why would he put in so much? Like, why would you blackmail um, a Basquiat expert if you didn't have like some skin in the game?
1: Yeah. How did he get famous? Because I'm looking at a lot of it. Some of it's like very unique and interesting looking, but like some of it looks like the doodles that i did when i was little
0: yeah which goes to show you that if you continued on with your doodles samuel you could be a famous artist right now
1: you're right cuz like this one this if there's a guy a stick figure wearing like a sombrero holding a backwards bow um and then there's like a little pyramid guy with a smiley face that's shooting lasers out of it
2: Mm-hmm.
1: there's a cat jumping but the cat's weird I guess <laughs> like there's like a sun with sp- like those spikes that you draw mm-hmm. like literally I think I did this
0: you might have you <laughs> no I think uh with any at least to me with most artists that have become famous they're usually famous because they're one of the first people to do that kind of style mm-hmm Um, and so before him, that style had just never been seen before. I, I don't know this for sure. I need to fact check this, but I think he's one of the few artists that started working on cardboard. Like that had Mm -hmm. never been done before. It's art has always been on, on pristine, beautiful canvases. And he came along and kind of took this, um, uh, like pristine art minded way of of using materials and went the complete opposite and people just thought that that was really interesting
1: huh yeah these are uh the paintings I think are really cool looking Mm -hmm. like the colors like his black and white stuff is okay but like the colors he uses is very interesting and unique
0: and I think it's very just bold, like um, unapologetic for the 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 movement in it. And like, you know, I'm a lot of artists are afraid to use this huge, heavy black line. And he's just like in it doing what he wants to do with it. I think a lot of people tend to respond to that kind of unapologetic way of making art.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, did he come up with that S? Because it's in a lot of his stuff. You know that nineties. Uh,
0: oh, S I don't know, because he was very influenced by graffiti at the time. Graffiti comics. He also was hospitalized, hospitalized, uh, hospitalized at an early age, mm-hmm. and when he was in the hospital, because he had like broken his bones a little. Um, he was forced, like the hospital had Grey's Anatomy playing, Mm -hmm. and that's what he watched, and he even says that that has a huge influence in his work, his graffiti, street art, and Grey's Anatomy. No way. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Okay, so then, these are fakes. These are basically fakes, because they're in someone's garage, or uh, storage unit. Guy couldn't Pay it. So then he sold these.
0: Well, what's interesting too, because what I find, I want to know who is the person that is falsifying this narrative. Mm-hmm. But the guy who um, they said bought the paintings originally and then it was in his storage unit, so um, Mumford,
2: mm-hmm. he was
0: actually interviewed by the FBI and he said that he has never owned any of. Basquiat's work so this whole story of the storage unit and him not being able to pay it and then the piece is going to auction is completely false
1: oh no way
0: according to him yeah
1: but he's not got he has not gotten any money from him mm-hmm. so that that story kind of falls apart too because didn't he sell them
0: well or no he he's just didn't sell them in- because he couldn't pay Supposedly he couldn't pay the storage unit. If you don't pay your storage unit, then anything in the storage unit is then auctioned off and you don't get any of the money for for it. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking that William Force, who is now the owners, bought these who knows where they actually bought the pieces from. Maybe they did buy them from a storage unit, thinking that they were original. Basquiat's, but they actually aren't, but don't want to come to the the realization that Mm. they bought this work that's not actually the artist's work. Because if it was the artist's work, they'd be making a lot of money.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's crazy. So there's no solution to this
0: yet? No, no. It's ongoing. And the... I. I told you that the uh, museum director got fired, right? For Mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting. There's, I'm sure there's more to come with the story on who's actually the scam artist. Cause that's a huge um, thing within the art world, especially the art market is a lot of scam artists, wire fraud, happens when artwork is being sold it's an easy way to to send lots of money for an art piece that might not be worth that much like yeah the movement of money is a lot in the art world
1: wow these are uh interesting pieces so he also does stuff not just on cardboard but like wood fences mm-hmm. and books and things like that huh Okay, what's your next one?
0: All right. Well, I I actually have three, but I don't think the the other one is that interesting. But Takashi is teaming up with Uno to create a unique deck. And uh, Uno has also worked in the past with Basquiat, Shepard Fairey, and Keith Haring. So that's a tidbit of random art news for you but the next story
1: wait who's takashi
0: he's an artist he's a i believe he's a japanese artist
1: but he, he looks does, like uh japanese artists oh his stuff's uh, very bubbly and fun
0: and he's very well known for doing collaborations i think he's done collaborations with a number of companies like vans and fans is coming to mind but like gucci and he does a lot of collaborations with companies because a a lot of people like his work and Mm -hmm. they like it on shoes and clothing his
1: work's definitely fun
0: it's very happy
1: yeah and psychedelic Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of colors and then like this little bear has his mouth open but there's a rainbow inside but it's not Mm -hmm. like spewing out it's like just the back of the mouth Mm-hmm. There's almost no black in his stuff.
0: Yeah. Unless so, it's like
1: the outlines.
0: And I guess Uno does a whole <clears throat> artist deck. I had no idea that Uno was doing different decks than the normal Uno. Yeah. But if you're interested in art, artsy Uno decks, you can uh you can look out for different kinds. How much and, how much is it? Oh, I don't know. I don't think it's out yet. Cool. I think that he oh, did you look it up?
1: Uh yeah, you can it looks like you can buy one on eBay uh for 70 bucks.
0: Wow, you gotta really like Uno or you've gotta really like his work.
1: Yeah. But it doesn't look like it's out though. So maybe these are out before the whole Uno thing.
0: Or it's a scam.
1: Oh, yeah. Or it's a scam. Oh, it's a pre-order.
0: Oh, gotcha.
1: I wonder if there's only so many that are coming out.
0: Probably. It's not like you can buy them just in the store.
1: I don't know. It'd be nice if they were in, like, Target. They just run down (laughs) and pick one up. For $70? Well, hopefully it would be cheaper than that.
0: Supposedly like if you put all the Uno cards together, it will make it a poster on either side.
1: Hmm. Oh yeah. Mattel, if you buy it straight from Mattel, it's 50 bucks.
2: Dang.
0: Wow. So that's, that's gotta be how you know you made it as an artist when Uno was like, hey, let me put your work on a, a whole deck.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of want one. <laughs> But there's a different one, too. Uh, she Padder Fairy?
0: Oh, Shepard?
1: Oh, yeah. Is that how you say it? Shepherd? <laughs> <laughs> he also has a uh, Uno deck that you can buy.
0: You should look up the Basquiat and see what his looks like. Does he it, have an Uno deck? Yeah, they listed him and Shepard Fairy and then Keith Haring as people. And honestly, Uno if you're listening, you should have a woman artist because these are all men. Okay.
1: Oh okay. my goodness. These are expensive.
0: How much are those ones? Um,
1: 150 or 125, but you can't buy it from Uno directly.
0: Oh, okay. So they must have came out a long time ago and now people are selling them individually.
1: Mm-hmm. So it looks like, wow, that's crazy yeah
2: Uno.
1: I'm getting good at spelling Uno though.
2: <laughs> good job.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, I mean you can't get you can get one of these for 35 bucks. Uh Uno, the artist series, Keith Herring. Mm-hmm. You're right, they need a woman artist.
0: Yeah. I know this great artist. Her name is Miss Art World. (laughs) She can make you some pieces with hair. You could have like authentic Uno hair deck. Ew. Right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's gross.
0: And then the next story that I think you'd like, because you're big on TikTok, um, you're the only person that sends me art TikToks, which I enjoy.
1: Well, good. Someone's got to.
0: Mm-hmm. Like I, you sent me one on Salvador Dali, which I didn't, I didn't know his history. So uh
1: yeah, weird guy, right?
0: Super weird. Like you knew that he was, you got to know that he's weird based off of his portraits and his paintings. But then when you take a deeper dive and we won't in this podcast, cause I don't have as much information as i would like to but yeah super weird guy
1: i i vote that you know every other podcast you kind of take a dive into one artist
0: yeah uh, more almost like a history exactly mm-hmm. and i started looking him up and really bare surface level of the internet does not talk about any of him himself being weird, which is why we're not talking about it today. Cause I you definitely have to dig a lot more into his history to find mm-hmm. it, I'm sure. Cause even on the, you know, basic biography pages, don't mention any of that. I wonder if that lady who did the TikTok will be on our podcast.
1: Oh, you could ask.
0: Yeah. Be like, just come on. exactly what you said in your TikTok.
1: (laughs) We need it for ours.
0: Mm -hmm. So our next story is um, a TikTok controversy over paintings of black cowboys or a black cowboy at the Guggenheim. And basically what happened is there is an artist showing paintings of a black cowboy. Um, She is a Basque artist, Gail Knorr. And the paintings are uh, pretty much like a a black cowboy with a cowboy hat looking over his shoulder. And they had been hanging up. And basically, people off of TikTok saw these paintings and said that they look a lot like um, they had been ripped straight from a short film called Blue. Uh, from a brooklyn-based artist called day day Mm -hmm. and the problem is is the artist statement in the museum didn't say anything about the inspiration from the film or from the artist day day she did talk about inspiration from black lives matter movement and looking at photographs of protests in the u.s um especially after george Floyd's murder but she didn't mention anything about the actual inspiration for her pieces Mm. and so uh, if you I'll post it
1: looks exactly the same there's no doubt in it that this is not a copy because it's not even that the eyes could be looking a different spot it's literally like she like took the picture projected it on this canvas and then traced it almost mm-hmm. like it's so close to being identical
0: and what a lot of the tiktokers are upset about is okay first off it's like you said very identical um and to not talk about the actual inspiration behind it but then also this is a white artist talking about um black history and then you actually have the original source being a it's a black
1: black artist yeah
0: artist that the museum is not showing like it's just interesting from that perspective on why like why cho- why choose the white artist when you have, almost the same thing that you could show that's the authentic inspiration Mm -hmm. or the authentic piece um so basically um the guggenheim worked with day day and instead of taking nor's pieces out of the museum they decided to hang Norse pieces and day day's Next to each other? Together. Yeah. And then changed the verbiage um, because Nor ended up apologizing and saying that she should have acknowledged where she was inspired by.
1: It's weird that she wouldn't even say it. It's like she, because if you took the picture, it should be like, this is my copy of the, because it, to me it almost feels like she took the picture painted it and then was like okay i want to make this about me and my feelings about how black lives matters and she's just kind of jumping on the bandwagon which is what we're seeing a lot of people do and that's why people are getting upset because Mm -hmm. they're not actually helping any cause they're really just trying to profit from it because if she was actually trying to help then she would promote where it came where this picture actually came from
0: yes like if you like this look up where it actually came from exactly mm-hmm.
1: so she's not helping whatsoever she should actually be in a little more trouble
0: <laughs> yes um and i think because when i was doing more research on into copyright um infringement because Even if Day-Day decided to sue this artist, Mm -hmm. uh, Day-Day would most likely fail because of the history of artists suing other artists uh, for their work, um, being copyrighted or um, plagiarized. Mm -hmm. There is a long history of artists not winning those trials because of um, the um freedom act what's it called
1: well and you're doing your own rendition of it Mm -hmm. so that's one thing that's hard to do in the art world anyway so it makes he shouldn't sue her for making a picture copy because his is a video hers is on a completely different medium Mm -hmm. and she did it herself it's not like she just took a steel and then took a picture of it she actually painted it so these are the same but also two different art pieces
0: yeah and they uh one of the lawyers was saying that um, the painting does not supersede or duplicate the object of the original but uses it as a raw material in a novel way to create new information new aesthetic and new insight. So it's transformative.
1: Yep. Agreed.
0: I I know, but I don't like it. As an artist, I would be super upset. I think probably the problem is too that like Day Day, I'm sure, has worked really hard. Um and he, he's got a lot of success. He's worked on Oscar winning movies, but mm-hmm. For other artists who have had more famous artists like Coons or Richard Prince directly steal from their work and then reap all this rewards and success, but then you not benefit from it at all, even though you're the original mastermind from it is, I think, very frustrating as an artist.
1: hmm Well, I think one of the things they should have to do is put your piece up next to theirs.
0: Mm. So you like the outcome, the solution?
1: I like the solution, but Mm -hmm. I think it should be the norm. Mm -hmm. If you have something that takes inspiration or has made you make that piece of art, if you can show where it came from, I think that's more informative.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: It should be the norm, almost, because then it gives people or it gives the other artists credit as well.
0: Do you think? Because I agree with you. I think that would be um, a really great thing to just even see the the history of the inspiration and how it uh, transforms mm-hmm. through different artists. But I feel like a lot of artists. I don't know. If an artist came to me and was like, I'm going to make, I don't know. Cause maybe it would be nice to have an artist remake one of my pieces. But I also feel like I might be like, no, go make your own artwork.
1: <laughs> yeah. But everything's taken from something. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. Everyone thinks their idea or their art is very original. It's not, it's definitely been done before. It's just, you perceive it as original because it came from you and not someone else
0: yeah well and I I'm sure we've talked about this before but there'd be things that I or projects or pieces that I would be working on in grad school Mm -hmm. and I would think that it's completely original because I had never seen it before um And then my professor would come in and be like, oh, this is exactly like so-and-so's work. And I would look them up and be like, damn it. Like, (laughs) I thought I had an original idea. And yeah, it looks completely like this other artist's work that I have never seen before. But in the world, we're all being influenced by similar events and similar aesthetics that, of course, there's going to be people that are making similar work.
1: And we're doing, and I think what we're describing over and over again in art or stories or jokes is the human experience. And we're all humans having the exact same experience. So someone is going to have the exact same idea as that, as an artist or as someone else trying to describe the human experience or describe the, you know, what it means to be human. And have a soul. And try to understand the world around them.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: And there's only so much you can actually do. Mm -hmm. Until a new medium medium comes up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think it's crazy. Because TikTok is new. And this story is purely came about because of the influence of TikTok. Mm -hmm. Because I'm sure this happens very often that artists are taking from other work, but.
1: Well, not to really dive into uh, some strange beliefs, but I definitely do feel that white women get wrapped up in things that are going around and not giving the full idea of what black history means. Because she is a white artist. And kind of like what we've said already, like reading the article or glancing at it and seeing what she's even said, she spins a lot of it to how she feels and how it has affected her, but not necessarily how she should have just put more light onto... The black history. Mm-hmm. Another African American doing art and where the inspiration comes from it. She all these other things are things that have affected her, not the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the outcome putting those things side by side is good, but I also think. <sighs> there's not really much you can do with that, but I think just the discussion of like, hey, the, we're not trying to, you're not supposed to steal Mm
2: -hmm.
1: the idea without giving the proper credit to where it comes from.
0: Yeah. Or like, I don't know, change it up a little bit. If you're Mm -hmm. like, I get being influenced but like there is no way that you can look at these two side by side and not know that it's directly taken like to put a little bit more of yourself into it maybe that's I think the problem I have with her work is it's so similar like you did the bare minimum of changing it from a moving picture to a still picture in your painting style yeah that's it that's all that's all you did like do a little bit more i don't know
1: yeah put a little sunflower on the side (laughs) yeah huh well what else did she get in trouble or no
0: i'm sure she got in trouble i'm (laughs) sure she
1: did she actually get in trouble did she just feel bad and write an apology and then they fix this
0: well, it depends on, um, it depends on how you feel. I guess it depends on what you think is in trouble. Cause I'm sure she just got like her hand slapped by the museum. But now if you Google her name, this is the top story that's going to come up. Mm-hmm. And I kind of doubt that a lot of museums will want this baggage. So I,
1: can yeah which it kind of sucks the
0: will suffer because of this controversy
1: and it, uh, at the same time it shouldn't be that bad <laughs> like i don't know it's hard because you sit there and go like oh this person should be in trouble but then at the same time you're like her life's work shouldn't be destroyed or dismantled just because of this incident which everyone's doing mhm already which is why we have this these kind of discussions over and over and over again yeah
0: all right that's all i have for you today
1: me yeah (laughs) good (laughs) uh i like the three news stories
0: yeah i'm a big fan uh, of the
1: uno ones i really want that uno deck
0: oh you know what i almost didn't even mention it because i was like yeah this is like a like a there's not much uh, meat to that story <laughs> other than like, oh, that's random.
1: Takashi, I just, I've never seen his art and I enjoy it a lot.
0: It's very, it makes you happy.
1: Mm-hmm. But, you I know, I have seen, seen his art because I've definitely seen those like flowers that he does mm-hmm. and I've seen those bears and stuff like that. I just didn't know, I didn't know the artist's name, mm-hmm. so I like the Uno one. I think it just makes me want to buy it.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Christmas present for you.
1: Oh, good. (laughs) 80 bucks.
0: Yep. Well, okay. So for you and Ashley. Ashley will not
1: want this Uno box.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you everyone for listening. As always, follow us on Miss Art World on Instagram. And you can always check us out on MissArtWorld.com. Samuel, do you have any plugs?
1: I don't. (laughs) Okay. I have zero plugs today.
0: All right. Sounds good. Uh, Thank you, everyone. See you later. Bye.
1: Bye.